This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. I have a plan. My plan is that everybody gets involved with working families. I know there are a lot of good progressive organizations out there. There are good anti-war groups. There are good groups for women's rights and this or that legislation that people want to get. But what it really comes down to is this. There's only one category of people that can actually stand up to the bad things that are likely to happen in America. There's only one category of people that can stand up to the ruling rich. And that category of people is the families of working people. If everybody were to get together with working people, we could win anything because the economy, the nation, the electorate, all of those are dominated in America by working people. They're not dominated by farmers. They're not dominated by professional people. They're not dominated by technical people. They're dominated by working people. The few bosses, which probably is less than 1% of the population, would not stand a chance if the working families and their friends could get together. As we come toward the November 2022 elections, many of us, including me, believe that fascism is near in America. I believe it because I have seen the Republican Party members pledge to overthrow the 2020 election. I've seen them pledge to overthrow the next election if they don't win it. So that would be the end of meaningful elections in America and the end of democracy if the Republicans take power in November of 2022. The best way to stop them is to get involved and fight. It would be better if the Democrats were to win, but it would not be a long-term solution. The only long-term solution is for working families to finally exert their democratic ability to rule America. And that's what has to happen. So that's why it's important to get involved with labor. Now, labor is the main force fighting for democracy in November of 2022. But we may not win. If we do win, it would be good to be involved with labor because the Democrats are not necessarily pledged to help working families in every way. And if we are allied with working families, if we, if we put together a mighty coalition based on working families, then we can get the Democrats to do more of what we want. On the other hand, we may not win. And if we do not win, we're looking at the end of democracy in America. We're looking at fascism. We're looking at having the progressives rounded up, put in jail, or executed, 
just as they did in Hitler's Germany. You can expect this to happen. I don't know if you got to see the very excellent NPR documentaries called The Holocaust and the United States, but there was one line in it in the whole over six hours there was one line that was worth the whole thing and that one line said that the rulers of Germany realized that if democracy were allowed to, con to continue to exist that the so-called left or in other words the working families would take power and that's why they allied with Hitler and the Nazis and brought fascism to Germany. That one line says it all. If democracy is going to result in the victory of working families, then the bosses and their class of people would rather have fascism. That's what happened in Germany. That's what's very close to happening in the United States. And I want to point out that the United States is closer to fascism than Germany was in 1930 or even in 1931 because the Nazis had to build their party from the ground up. The fascists in America simply took over the Republican Party, one of the two major parties that were available to them, and they had simply taken it over. They have a better chance to implement fascism just in this one election, November 2022. One reason that people don't get involved with labor is because they don't know how. But there are a number of ways that people can get involved with labor without necessarily having to form a traditional union. For example, they can join one of the constituency groups. The AFL-CIO, which is the main labor federation in America, it has 50-some-odd unions, but it also has seven important constituency groups, and people can join them. You don't have to be black to join the A. Philip Randolph Institute or the Coalition of Black Trade Unionists, but... They primarily appeal to African-American people. The A. Philip Randolph Institute is named after A. Philip Randolph, who carried out the fight for civil rights in the union movement, often almost alone for dozens of years. The A. Philip Randolph Institute is an alliance between labor and the civil rights movement. Today, it fights for racial equality, and economic justice. The Coalition of Black Trade Unionists is on the same page. They do the same thing. Civil rights primarily with African Americans. Another civil rights organization is APALA, the Asian Pacific American Labor Alliance. The AFL-CIO formed APALA, it focuses on advancing worker, immigrant, and civil rights. The Coalition of Labor Union Women is primarily for union women 
who face shared concerns. These others, you don't have to be a union member. You can join them and associate with the labor union movement, even though you may not be able to get a union in your workplace. Here's another one that you can join. Labor Council for Latin American Advancement, LACLA. It represents 2 million Latino workers. You don't have to be a Latino. I've joined it several times. The council organizes working people to protect the rights and expand the influence of Latinos. It's a good place to learn Spanish, too. Pride at Work is a constituency group, particularly for the LGBTQ community that are often members of unions, but you don't have to be a union member to join it. So I recommend it. The Union Veterans Council. The council brings together workers who are veterans and speaks out on issues that affect them the most. Now, I'm a member of most of these most of the time. So it's possible to join them even though you may not be the exact constituency that they uh, were set up to make. The only one that I know of that is not available to the public is the Coalition of Labor Union Women. In addition to the constituency groups, the AF of LCO has a number of what they call allied groups. And now this, these are particularly important, I think, especially here in Texas. The Alliance for Retired Americans is the first one, alphabetically, listed by the AF of LCO. The Alliance mission is to ensure civil rights for retirees and older Americans. Educated members mobilized to elect leaders dedicated to social and economic justice. The Texas Alliance for Retired Americans is the Texas version of it, and I happen to be the president. As soon as they formed the Alliance for Retired Americans, I jumped on it. Here's the good news. You don't have to be a retiree. You could be five years old and you could join the Alliance for Retired Americans. It only costs 10 bucks a year if you even pay it. And, and a lot of them don't even pay it. They just join and they work with the Alliance for Retired Americans because it's a very important and very accessible organization. So I highly recommend it. Even if you're not a retiree, you're a wannabe. The whole world is made up of people who have good retirement and people who don't have good retirement but want to have good retirement someday. So everybody, in my opinion, could join the Alliance for Retired Americans, and it would be a good thing. American Rights at Work is another group that people can join. The International Labor Communications Association, Jobs with Justice, Here's what they say about it. Jobs with Justice fights to create an economy that benefits everyone. They focus on grassroots campaigns and shaping the public discourse about working people. The good news is anybody can join Jobs with Justice. I don't think they even charge $10 a year. I don't think they charge anything. So there are a number of these allied organizations, Labor Heritage Foundation, Lawyers Coordinating Committee, National Day Laborers Organizing Network, 
National Domestic Workers Alliance, National Guest Workers Alliance, Solidarity Center, that one's focused on international stuff, Union Plus, United Students Against Sweatshops, and here's a good one, Working America. Anybody can join Working America. I think it's $5 a year, but you don't have to pay it. I don't think you even have to pay the $5 a year. You just sign up. Get on Working America. This is an online organization. Most people just join it online. It puts them in the labor movement, and that makes them eligible to attend a lot of labor meetings. So they have the constituency groups, the allied groups, and there's even more. There's like the Transportation Trades Department, the Metal Trades Department, the Department of Professional Employees that people can join and be part of the labor movement. Now, what would you do if you were a part of the labor movement? Well, right now, not much. You'd just be in a member of your group, and if they had meetings and if they were doing anything, you could, you could get involved in that, or you could get them started doing stuff. But here's my idea. My idea is that the constituency groups and the allies could start meeting together as a labor auxiliary. I don't know if that's what you would want to call it. But think about the, the very idea of an auxiliary. I don't know if you're familiar, for example, with the Flint sit-down, which was a great accomplishment of the American labor movement. It took place in 1937. The workers went into the plant and refused to come out. <laughs> Instead of standing outside and striking and trying to keep people from going in, they just stayed in and made sure that nobody made any cars for General Motors while they were inside the plant. Well, this was a pretty good strategy, but they would have starved to death if it had not been for the fact that they also organized an auxiliary force outside because somebody had to bring them food. And there are pictures of the wives of these, of these workers going up and handing them sandwiches through the windows of those factories where the workers were sitting down inside. So an auxiliary makes all the difference in the world. If you see the movie Salt of the Earth, and I highly recommend it, it's on YouTube, you can watch it for free. Salt of the Earth is, a, is an actual story that actually did take place. There was a mining strike in Arizona, mostly Latinos. And the company went out and got an injunction right away saying that the miners could not picket the mines. They could only have like one person or two persons there with a sign. They couldn't actually put up picket lines to try to stop people from going in and going to work. In the movie Salt of the Earth, the wives all decided to go picket. So instead of the miners, it was their wives and children out picketing in front of the mines, and they won that strike. I think it's called the Empire Zinc Mine Strike. But the point is this. The workers could not have won it by themselves. They had to have this auxiliary. If God forbid, we begin fascism in America this November. The only hope we will have will be a united 
workers' movement. A united workers' movement can win what it wants to win without having to have elections. Because if the fascists take over, there won't be any more meaningful elections. The only chance we'll have will be through economic fighting, things like a national boycott, something like the farm workers did with grapes back in the 1960s, or a national strike, or some kind of concerted action that involves most people. And in order to do that, we have to have most people allied together. And that's why I want you to join a constituency group and get involved with labor as soon as you can. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.